rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann isn't here for this episode, uh, so I'll be steering the ship briefly. Make sure you uh, hit that like button, share the show, share, share, share. Thank you for being here today. Um, this is a brief pre-record, so uh, I, I can't I can't see your live chats at the moment. Though I may jump into the chat room while it's playing and uh, chat with you there. But this little bit of a pre-record, we have um, numerous events going on in meetings. Uh, meeting tonight in the Tampa area, and uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of things going on in this holiday season. Don't forget to go to non-compliant movie, uh, non-compliant movie.com and uh, check out the trailer of our documentary that's coming up. Make sure you do that. Play that for you right now. Uh, share, 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 and sign up. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested, sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? So don't forget, go to noncompliantmovie.com. Sign up for updates. Going to be new, new uh, trailers going to drop soon. And uh, you can find out where where there might be some screenings near you when the movie comes out uh, in January. Hopefully on Inauguration Day, we're going to drop this thing. And uh might be some screenings near you. Who knows? Get some people to host, host screenings of the movie and uh, you can come check it out. 
So make sure you go to the website and sign up for those updates. You can uh, you can chip in uh, a buck or two or five bucks, ten bucks uh, to help finish it out and help get it uh, get it distributed and um, make this thing go crazy. Lots of uh, stories of non-compliant groups standing up and forming in different areas. We got a call of um, from a friend and uh, an insider about some businesses uh, joining together, uniting together in an area to form a non-compliance group where they're not going to put up with being dictated to by tyrants and uh, stand up for their liberty. So a lot, a lot going on um, out in, uh, out in the world, out in the country, we have, all the vaccines rolling out uh, while simultaneously lockdowns are ramping up. Uh, so pretty, pretty, pretty bizarre. Um, apparently one of the uh, coolers or something failed in storing the COVID vaccines. Um, I think it was in Alabama. So you may have rotten vaccines in Alabama, you might not want to, you might want to know where those things came from. Um, healthcare workers in Alaska uh, have allergic reactions after taking Pfizer's vaccine. So Pfizer's having big problems. That's Pfizer's, uh, Pfizer's refrigerator that went down and then uh, Pfizer's vaccines um, causing people to have bad reactions. So all kind of all kind of COVID craziness going on, COVID vaccine craziness uh, happening out there. Pretty uh, pretty wacky. We'll see how that goes. Um, Congress is uh, coming after the NCAA, and uh, Cory Booker wants to wants to make sure we pay all the athletes, uh, cover their health care, and. Um, create a revenue sharing and all sorts of things like that. Um, which, you know, I, I don't know. Some say that makes sense. Maybe. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, but notice this one. Talk about this one. Uh, let's get this up on the screen here. 75,000 new, uh, new voters in Georgia for the runoff. 75,000 new Georgia voters registered before the U.S. Senate runoffs. Um, this article from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which is quite a rag, says the number of new voters was revealed in an updated voter registration list purchased from the Secretary of State's office by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. These voters signed up before the state's December 7th voter registration deadline and are eligible to participate in the January 5th runoffs that will decide the control of the Senate. Uh, most of them, they say, are young people, 57% of them under 35 years old. Some are New Georgia residents. So in other words, people moved there just to vote in this election, probably, uh, those are probably, well, 
I would imagine they're Democrats. But we did have we did have a Republican individual calling for folks to do that. Um, Gotten some trouble, I think. Others just turned eighteen, and get this: none, none of the seventy-five thousand have a voting record in the state. So never voted in Georgia before. Here they come, seventy-five thousand. Uh, allegedly, there's about seven point seven million registered voters in Georgia, um, and uh, the runoff. Um, runoff voting is is underway, apparently. So there's early voting uh, happening. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports that 1,664 of these new 75,000 voters had voted by uh, Tuesday, most of them during in-person early uh, voting. Now, remember, um, Joe Biden allegedly won in Georgia by 12,000 votes. Brian Kemp won by 55,000 in 2018. So 75,000 voters can could be a significant swing uh, there. Now, I don't believe I don't believe that those 75,000 are one party or the other. I think both sides are pretty, pretty amped up uh, about voting in this election. So hard to say what's going on there the the crazy the crazy thing and I, and I don't know if this is a never trumper phenomenon or what is what is up with that but so many reports i've heard in various districts and various states were uh, like for instance where did i um was just looking at a particular district i think um I think here around the, the Hillsborough County area um, or, or Florida as a whole, somewhere, somewhere in Florida, I believe it was. Almost 20,000. Now get this. We're supposed, to, we're supposed to believe this, right? So this is either true or not true. Right? It's one of those things. But you have to wonder what, what's going on. Uh, so the, the story is or the statistics are that 20,000 Republicans who voted in this past primary did not vote in the general election. Now, everywhere I went, every conversation I heard relative to this election uh, from either side was this was the most significant election in American history. Uh, in fact, we saw record right in the, in the midst in the midst of record turnout. In the midst of record turnout in the most important election uh, ever, according to voters. 20,000 Republicans decided, yeah, we, we voted for a candidate in the primary, but we're not going to vote at all in the most important election in American history. 20,000 stayed home in a certain district. Uh, you do the math on that. So what is that? Is that fraud? Is that an indication of fraud? Or is that an indication of the never Trump movement? You hated, hated Trump so much that as a Republican, as a Republican, you hated Trump so much 
that what you're what you want to do is turn it over to Biden and the Marxist. You you are you are so uh, such a staunch conservative, and you're upset at this president who's betrayed conservative values. That as a conservative, uh, you you have to vote for liberal Joe Biden and the Marxists underneath him and give them uh, give them give them power. So that's why 20,000 of you in these districts stayed home in one in one state. Hmm. It's interesting. So now the the never Trump movement. And by the way, I'm not part of the never Trump movement. I'm not part of the Trump forever movement either. We are part of the principle over party, truth over personality movement. Um, but I can tell you this: certain things, certain things are factual. Number one, and talk about conservative values. Certain things are facts, and I know um, we have a couple of our faithful members who I'm, I'm sure are in the chat room right now typing about ATF and bump stocks and do, uh, take the guns, due process later, typing that right now and how awful Trump is. But here's some things that are facts, factual. Uh, first, you, you don't ever get everything you want, 100%. That's, that's a fact, okay? But here's some things. Number one, this is the most pro-life president, has been the most pro-life president, took the most pro-life measures of any president in the history of this nation period number two this president has done more during these four years of this this administration under this president did more in these four years for to protect and defend religious liberty since james madison fact we were we were personally in uh, made visits to washington dc uh, and went to the department of education talked with people at the department of education leaders of the department of education saw the work that they were doing saw the projects they were undertaking so i can say this as a fact this under this presidential administration you had the strongest attempts and strongest measures in the modern era to turn control of education back to the state level away from federal control. Fact. Here's another fact. Those are all considered conservative values. I could, I could in fact, I could continue. We could talk about the uh, criminal justice reform historic criminal justice reform um, for the minority voters. We can talk about the, the actual policies and actual impact uh, that affected minority voters in a positive way, contrary to just the, the, the stories of, you know, the feeling Trump said something that we took as racist, right? Hurt my feelings. 
Yet when you look at the actual policies, the actual actions that we're taking under this presidential administration and how it positively impacted uh, minorities is was historic. Um, on the flip side of that, which this is where the leftists, because this is what's funny, the never Trumpers agree with so much of this stuff. This is where the leftist and the never Trumpers, you know, somehow he's a racist because he because he was trying to build a wall on the southern border uh, to stop the flow of illegal, the illegal invasion on the southern border, which, which by the way, is picked up now that now that uh, south of the border. Uh, believes that they, they've heard Joe Biden won the presidency. And so now there is another caravan uh, started up. They, they've 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 ramped up uh, ever since the election. Uh, the border crossings have skyrocketed. I saw the uh, statistics I saw said over 600 percent increase in one month after uh, they they heard that Joe Biden will be the president. So all all of those are uh, conservative Right. Those are understood to be conservative things. But the never Trump movement was about this president was so not a conservative and so uh, so villainous that we have to vote for Joe Biden. Now, run down the list of things Joe Biden has done. That's pro conservative. Make a list of what Joe Biden and this administration will do in the next two years. That is pro conservative, pro constitution. Uh, I wish I had a cricket sound right there because that list is not coming uh but we got to get rid of this guy we got to get rid of this guy the truth is now uh let me add this let me add this so i'm not uh, uh, so you understand i'm not a trump worshiper uh now you you can argue whether bump stocks are important or not important or who cares about bump stocks that's that's beside the point it is not within the power of the federal government to to carry out such a ban and that was flat out wrong for his atf uh to do that and he and he and he uh cheerleaded that um he made the statement uh supporting the red flag laws that said do you know take the guns now due process later uh and and he's wrong for that so he's not he's not a you know top tier pro second amendment republican there's no question about that um but on the whole on the whole if you run down the list he's made some of the most conservative moves and policies forwarded to some of the most conservative policies uh in a very 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 long time i think that's the biggest threat that that uh you you may find some stuff uh some some of the those treaties and deals and things like that uh that we don't like but one of the reasons they don't like they didn't like the guys because he kept his promises so whether you liked it or not he made a move to get it done but so all that aside i guess people couldn't get the the never trumpers i don't well i have my own theories but the story the story is they couldn't get past um uh those handful of things and uh, didn't, didn't feel like the other things outweighed outweighed that on the whole uh, and that it was better to have Marxists in charge uh, than than a guy whose administration was forwarding conservative values and policies, with the exception of a few things that went in the other direction. They they felt like that was uh, that was worse 
than having an administration that will go 100% in the other direction. 100% will be unconstitutional. 100% will support Marxism. 100% will reject conservative ideas. 100% will target Trump voters for lynching. 100% will target Republican never Trumpers for lynching just because they're Republicans. 100% would love to see conservatives wiped from the face of the earth better to have that administration and stay home than vote for a guy who hurts your feelings. Freaking kindergartners. Anyway, so now the Never Trump movement um, doesn't know what they're going to do. Never Trump movement, this is um, this is out of Politico. Never Trump movement splinters as its villain heads for the exit. Is there a market for anti-Trump Republican Party now? said one prominent member of the anti-Trump Lincoln Project. I would say no. Uh, the defeat of Donald Trump might have been in the easy part for never-Trump Republicans. And I want to remind you, this is what I said. This is being echoed here, what I said previously, that if Trump loses the election it will not be because of democrats it will be because of never trump republicans democrats did not defeat president trump democrats did not unseat president trump president trump was unseated right even if you think it's fraud right so what made it what made uh, if we suggest that it was fraudulently uh, stolen uh, the one reason that two reasons that uh, elections can be fraudulently stolen. One, that the margins are close enough that the fraud makes a difference. Number two, the opposition party has uh, local control of all of the election mechanisms. Both both of those things were possibly true. And it's, now in some places, I you know I think uh, Trump's margin was very large, and it was it was a different sort of thing. But so this was my contention that if it would be close and put it close enough into into place for even if they didn't win outright for fraud to be um uh fraud to be successful it would not be because of democrats it would be because of these republicans and link the lincoln project uh was was the banner uh organization for that so says defeated donald trump might have been the easy part for these never trump republicans next up taking on listen to this taking on uh, excuse me, knows it just taking on the more elusive target of Trumpism with their boogeyman gone from, from office. More than a dozen leaders of the Never Trump movement said in interviews that they see their work as far from over once Joe Biden is sworn in on January 20th. They want to keep the heat on Republicans who serve as Trump foot soldiers and to provide cover for and who and to provide cover for those who reject quote unquote far out conspiracy theories and attacks on democracy. Uh, Stuart Stevens, longtime Republican operative, member of the anti-Trump Lincoln Project, doesn't think there's a market for an anti-Trump Republican Party. So, Evan McMullen, I think that's the guy from Utah, says, there will be a challenge in and of itself just to keep the anti-Trump coalition together. Can we recruit never-Trumpers to run? Can we find moderate candidates to run? 
Is that the best thing to do? Is it the best thing to do to be more helpful to Biden? Now, listen to this. Uh, let me go. Let me go back up. Evan McMullen, who mounted. Now, this this is how it's written. Watch this. Evan McMullen. All right. This is a guy from Utah who mounted a conservative third party presidential bid, a conservative third party presidential bid in 2016. Now, listen, listen, this is what uh, this is what they're saying. Is it the best thing to do? To be more helpful to Biden. And this is their conclusion. I don't think there's any clear answers right now, said Tim Miller, a former spokesman for Jeb Bush and leading never Trumper who left the Republican Party in November. Uh, so the narrative is the never Trumpers were against Trump because he's not a true conservative. Here are your so-called conservative third party, longtime conservative Republican operative, blah, 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 blah. Wonder if we should help Biden and support his policies and get on board with Biden. Boy, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm just not, gosh, I'm just not sure. We might need to help Biden. Maybe. I don't know. Just have to think about that one. Hmm. So they were never Trumpers because Trump wasn't a true conservative. Okay, how many of you conservatives out there? Pop quiz, quick question, answer in the next half second. You feel like you want to support Biden and support his policies? Boom, yes or no? Hmm, I don't know. That's tough. There are no clear answers right now. I don't think any true conservative is going to give that response. You've been bamboozled, people. You've been bamboozled. Never. Well, I'm part of the Never Trump movement because Trump was never a true conservative. I'm so conservative that I can't support this guy. None of the spokespeople, none of the leaders, none of them, none of them are conservative. They are not conservatives. No conservative says, gosh, I've just been thinking about getting behind Biden and supporting the Biden administration. I maybe, maybe I, 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 I think, I feel like maybe I ought to do that. Like maybe I should be supporting what they're doing. I'm just not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not really clear on that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I have to think about it. No, no. That is not the thought process of any conservatives. If a person is having that thought process, if that's what's running through your head, uh, let me help you out. You're not a conservative. Pretty easy. So you want to support the Biden policies? If your first response is, I'm not sure. Boom, not a conservative. Go ahead and settle that. You're not a conservative. And like the rest of these Republicans who ran the Lincoln Project are suddenly magically leaving the Republican Party. Now, remember, they they've they've ousted. They've ousted uh, Trump. Right. They've defeated Trump. Why are you leaving the Republican Party? You just cleansed it from the enemy you were trying to take down. 
right? Because you're still a conservative trying to you know, hold together the conservative party. Guys, you're being lied to. This is just like the leaders of the BLM movement saying, well, we're concerned about racism. We're concerned about racial inequality. We're concerned about police, police accountability. No, they don't care about any of those things. They're subversive Marxists who want to undermine Western civilization as a whole, topple Christian hegemony, undermine the family, destroy capitalism. They don't give a rat's patootie about black lives, nor does the Lincoln Party give a crap about conservatism or constitutionalism for that matter. So, so they're trying to figure out where, what are they going to do now? Here's a hint. Come out of the closet, go back to the Democrat party where you belong and be honest to all the people who were fooled. Cause there are people, there are people who saw what Trump said about uh, due process in relations to red flag laws, who saw what he supported with the ATF in their bump stock rule, there are true conservatives who are angry about that. And then some of them got on board with these phony Democrat frauds who ran the Lincoln Project. Look at this one. Uh, let's see. I can get it up here. Uh, where do we go? Lincoln Project co-founder. Uh, Lincoln Project co-founder, get this, former New Hampshire GOP chair, leaving Republican Party. Now, this is fascinating. Let me get to this for the sake of time. Um, Jennifer Horn, former chairman of New Hampshire Republican Party, co-founder of anti-Trump GOP Lincoln Project. Uh, listen to what she says, because th this is fascinating to me. Now, remember, this is the Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Project, as in Abraham Lincoln. Okay? Now, listen. She says, for the past five years, I've found myself fighting for what I thought were the principles of my party in the face of ever deteriorating character and integrity of party representatives. By the way, that's always been the thing. So that's nothing new. So I don't know where I don't know what I don't know what she's going on with that about. This is a, this is this is what's funny to me, how. For all my life. Okay, all my life, you talk about the Republicans and 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 Democrat. I mean, the whole all of this leadership, how corrupt, slimy, no integrity, no character, whatever. And so it it is such it. This is what's been the hypocrisy to me, the laughable, laughable narrative of them pointing to Donald Trump. You know, I'll grab the woman by her, whatever, and and his his Playboy talk and his Playboy life. Okay, and they were they were so uh, offended. And then his bombast and his tweet tw is tweetering and in your face, take no crap attitude that they thought was not very distinguished and presidential. And saw so this virtue signaling, hand wringing and whining about the deteriorating character and integrity of the party and the leadership and politics. You're full of crap. This thing has been a cesspool for in my entire freaking life. This is how we know you're lying. This is how we know you're a bunch of liars. You're suddenly offended because Donald Trump is obnoxious and hurts your feelings because he's not a suck up little spineless twit like George W. Bush, who wanted to pander and kiss the rear end of Democrats, hoping they would play together with him with their toys. 
and you're offended because Donald Trump is not that guy. He just says what he says, means what he says, and doesn't take your garbage, and is not going to kiss the rear end butthole of a bunch of Democrats. And so he offended you because he's he's corrupt and has no integrity. No, your whole system has not had integrity ever since I was in freaking diapers. So we know you're full of crap. So listen to this. Let me say very quickly. I got to wrap it up here. Uh, they've revealed their their impotence and decrepitude as they have fallen one by one at the feet of the most listen this most corrupt this is what i wanted what i wanted to hit leave you with the most corrupt destructive unstable president in the history of our country now i will remind you let's let's go back to the headline lincoln project Lincoln project. She says, uh, she says in response to uh, her leaving the party because of Donald Trump, Republicans have, quote, humiliated themselves and disgraced our nation and that the party of Lincoln is no more. Quick history lesson. President Abraham Lincoln suspended habeas corpus, targeted newspapers and newspaper owners who disagreed with him and his policies, had newspaper owners thrown in prison, arrested protesters who disagreed with his policies, and opinions by the way he was at the point of his uh uh, uh well before he assassinated was ultimately the most unpopular president um he was unpopular with with so many uh that it's not even funny uh but ravaged okay arrested arrested a uh a state senator by the name of John Merriman just quickly, let me throw this up here. Here's something that you should look up. Uh, President Lincoln arrested uh, John Merriman because John Merriman would not let, tried to stop the uh, war trains from passing through Maryland. And we get the case ex parte Milligan, where the Chief Justice Taney says, if the high power over liberty of the citizens now claimed was intended to be conferred to the president, it would undoubtedly be found in plain words in Article I of the Constitution. He certainly does not faithfully execute the laws if he takes upon himself legislative power by suspending the writ of habeas corpus. If the party of Lincoln is dead, thank God. So what is she advocating? The suspension of the Constitution, arresting newspaper owners, because, I mean, the way the newspapers are now today, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I can get on board with you. But if we're talking about what's constitutional, just based on them writing their opinions and disagreeing with whatever the administration is doing, uh, if she's if she's pro Lincoln policies then all of the lefty newspapers of the last four years that have written nothing but constant disagreement with everything that comes out of this this the uh, 
Trump administration, everything comes out of his mouth, then I guess she wants all of them thrown in prison. Uh, that's not constitutional. Supreme Court said no. The people say no. And when you look at the suspension of the writ of habeas corpus article uh, in Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution, it says when in cases of rebellion or invasion, in cases of rebellion or invasion, not, not if a newspaper disagrees with you, not if a state senator disagrees with you, not if not your political opponents, you don't like what they say. When in cases, the suspension of the writ of habeas corpus, when in cases of rebellion or invasion, the public safety may require it. That is in Article uh, Article One. Article One. Okay. Let, let's uh, let's 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 hit that real quick, and I'm done. Just as a reminder, Article One of the constitution i'm done right here look at this article one just as a reminder just as a reminder article one of the constitution look at this all legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a congress of the united states which shall consist of a senate and house of representatives the supreme court at that time abraham lincoln said this reference to the suspension of the writ of habeas corpus is contained in article one that has to do with the legislature so it's very clear that that power belongs to the legislature not not to the president uh, so lincoln shouldn't be doing this this uh, suspension of the writ of habeas corpus and just as a little fyi suspension of the writ of habeas corpus also known as martial law see you guys next time i'm out